So hypothetically, are we cousins on mom's side or dad's side? Mom's side. Is it like our moms are sisters? Yeah. 110%. Yeah. Now that I think about it, that's so true. It's so... Okay. With so much <clears throat> peace and love to, to my dad's side. But it's so crazy to me that the only side my nieces and nephews will know me as is dad's side. Mm-hmm. See, because, I got one of each. Oh, must be nice to have a full set. But that's interesting, though, because, like, it's the same fam. It's just going to be mom's side and dad's side. No, and I think I'm going to I'm going to single-handedly rebrand dad's side. What is the stereotype? Do you not know? Well, I just feel like it could go both ways. Yeah, I guess it just depends on on the family vibes. Yeah. But I feel like the stereotype is mom's side is, like, the fun side and dad's mm-hmm. side is is – the ones you only see once every three years got it but i don't know i don't know do you think um should we try to do the intro off the cuff sure i guess go for it welcome back to cousin time cameron and jess are college friends turned post-grad roommates learning to navigate the world join us as we reminisce on our childhoods rationalize our sunday scaries and ruminate on what it means to be puxtanani phil puxtatoni 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 Puxitani. Puxitani. Let's just call him Phil. <laughs> Speaking of which, I have prepared a treat for your mind. I can't wait. I'm already, I know this is an audio format, but I'm loving the visuals that you're getting for the live in-studio audience. Maybe we'll post a link somewhere. It's <laughs> a great idea. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> um, what I have for you today is a Groundhog's Day presentation for Curious Minds. And my mind, she's curious. When? Groundhog's Day is always February 2nd, rain or shine. Are you pulling my leg? <laughs> is it really always February 2nd? Always February 2nd. I thought, I've been through, I've been through, this will be my, what, 24th Groundhog's Day? Arguably. And I never know what day she is because I always thought she was just some random, random no, number on the No, 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 baby. I never, you thought, you would think I would notice the pattern. Mm-hmm. No, we're, don't worry, we're going to get into that. Um, but rain or shine, it's always February 2nd. That's when they're going to see if that little monster sees his shadow. So next we're going to go into a brief history of Groundhog Day and something that is important to note it's groundhog not groundhogs i think that's a common mistake yeah it is a common mistake but i feel like it could like it would make sense for it to be the the possessive because it's his day well, it is phil's day and when you think about like president's day mm-hmm. valentine's day why isn't it groundhog's Sa- day i feel like groundhog's day is similar to saint patrick's day where it's that saint patrick's day right and this is the groundhog's day right so A brief history. On February 2nd, our old friend the groundhog will emerge from hibernation, come out of his den, and predict whether winter will deliver more cold weather this year. If the groundhog sees his shadow, he will return to hibernation and cold weather will persist for another few weeks. If not, warm weather is right around that corner. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, so Uh if you've got this covered later. Sure. But how did we learn groundhogs could do this? So... (laughs) We'll cover that later. We, we will cover that later. What is a groundhog? That's actually a great question. Is it a mammal? So a groundhog is the common vernacular name for of the ground squirrel. So this is a squirrel. This is a rodent that burrows in the ground. Mm-hmm. His formal name is Marmota Monax. Okay. Honestly, gorge. It's giving like 
Pucks and Danny Phelan are Moto Monax are like a power couple, <laughs> but they're actually just the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like many girls in this room, the groundhog goes by many different mm-hmm. names: mm-hmm. Woodchuck, Marmot, Land Beaver, Whistler, and even Whistlepig. I thought a woodchuck was a beaver. I think that they are all amongst the same family because a beaver and a woodchuck. Because you know the old thing: how, how much, much wood, wood could a woodchuck, woodchuck chuck? chuck if a woodchuck, woodchuck could chuck, chuck wood. wood. And I thought beavers were over there gnawing on that wood. I think actually no, because beavers aren't they building their dams? Busy, busy beavers. They're building their dams. Maybe, Out of oh, I guess they are wood, having to gnaw, basically like a tree. You know, we'll have to fact check that later for sure. I mean, groundhogs—they've got the teeth for it. Oh, they got the teeth for it. They've got teeth for days. Mm-hmm. Let's dig a little deeper. February second is actually an important day in several ancient and modern traditions. The Celts celebrated Imbolc a pagan festival marking the start of spring. So Groundhog Day originated as an actual thing. It wasn't just, well, the whole Punxsutawney part was kind of just plucked from somebody's mind, but this idea of February 2nd being some kind of turning point is the real deal. That feels so ambitious because February 2nd is midwinter. Literally midwinter. Um, so as Christianity spread throughout Europe, the Imbolc evolved into Candlemas. I need to start celebrating Candlemas. I love the sound Candlemas of is a feast commemorating the presentation of Jesus at the Holy Temple of Jerusalem. Love. In certain parts of Europe, Christians believed that a sunny Candlemas meant another 40 days of cold and mm. snow. It's kind of giving like bad rehearsal great performance exactly you know what i mean but like the inverse exactly yes um so that's going on in europe and then the germans you know them they're they've always got tricks up their sleeves Mm -hmm. they came in and they developed their own take on the legend pronouncing the day sunny only if badgers and other small animals glimpsed their own shadows so they said we take your sunny day and we raise you one the little rodents are going to decide Let's put our faith in the hands of God. And again, I say, how do we know what they're seeing? (laughs) Do they announce it? Like, do they raise their little hand and say, saw my shadow? See, and I don't know, because this is something that I couldn't quite get to the bottom of, is is Punxsutawney announcing his shadow, or are we collectively being like, oh, there's his shadow? Like, are we? Well, it seems like it's if the groundhog sees the shadow, not if we see the groundhog That's shadow. what we would think, but we can't get so, in his little mind. I mean, are we, like, following the eyes, trying to see if he notices? I've got questions, but I'm going to let you finish. So when the Germans migrated and spread their wisdom in the 18th and 19th century, these traditions did, in fact, follow them. Mm. That brings us to the evolution of Punxsutawney Phil. Is that actually how you spell his name? It sure is. <laughs> You're kidding me. I thought that was a joke you did. <laughs> no. Punxsutawney? It's, so Punxsutawney is actually Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, and that's where Phil lives. So he's Punxsutawney Phil. Like, you and I are cousins Chicago. <laughs> well, we that would, we would be Chicago cousins. You're right. Chicago You're right. Cam. <laughs> um, it's kind of like Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny PR. What's... Rico. Yeah. I thought it was public relations. <laughs> Bad Bunny with his PR degree. I thought, because I, I thought his name was Bad Bunny, but I thought like his handle was Bad Bunny PR because it was his, his marketing. I don't know. That was his full name. Okay. Love that for him. Um, what's the, what are the odds you name your firstborn Punxsutawney? Punxsutawney. <coughs> Punxsutawney. One in 50. And I'll call him Little Punk. 
One in 50? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. 25. But honestly, I might do it anyway because I think P-U-N-X, punks, that's kind of a slay name. But that is setting yourself up for 18 years of horror. That kid is going to be the most rebellious kid on the block. Yeah, with a name like punks. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe, I think. Tawny. I was about to say, Tawny. My little Tawny. And Tawny's like gender neutral. So gender neutral. You could have boy girl twins and name them both, both punks, punks to Tawny. Tawny and call one punks, punks and, and the one other Tawny. Done. Okay, so this is where we're really going to get into the meat and potatoes. Groundhog Day, as it is commonly known, was the brainchild of a local newspaper editor in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. He said, let's take this and let's make it let's make it a PR stunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got some of his some of his besties together. His they were actually just like local businessmen and then also groundhog hunters, which I don't know why we're hunting them. But they got together and they created a little boys club, but they called it the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club, which where's my invite? Well, boys club, you're right. Once they started their club, they then took a hike to a site called Gobbler's Knob. I'm going to Gobbler's Knob. (laughs) Gobbler's Knob is still around. At Gobbler's Knob, they had their inaugural groundhog, and that individual became the bearer of bad news when he saw his shadow. This is like time period late 1800s. Today, the yearly festivities are presided over by a band of local dignitaries known as the Inner Circle. The mm-hmm. members of the Inner Circle wear top hats and conduct the official proceedings in the Pennsylvania Dutch dialect. So they're putting on a show for us. Is this a full-time job or is it like seasonal? I think it's a hobby. I think it's like improv. Got it, got it, got it. So supposedly they speak to the groundhog in groundhoggies. Oh, so that's probably how they know whether or not he's seen his shadow. Because he's telling him. Phil's saying, yes, saw it. <laughs> Cocked it. But oh my God, do you ever think he's like, where is my shadow? He's searching. He's searching. And he can't find it. But we don't want him to find it. Do no, we? we don't. No, we don't. So the immortalization of Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day has been around for years. But as most of us know good and well, um, the movie Groundhog Day is really what sealed the deal. So every year, tens of thousands of people do attend to see little Phil predict the future. The movie isn't necessarily connected to Groundhog Day, like the events of Groundhog Day in any way, the mm-hmm. plot, but the movie still eats down. It's a great film. Phil does make an appearance. Why is it called? I've never seen it. Why is it called Groundhog Day? It takes place on Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. And do you know the premise? Yeah, he like lives the same day over and over. Yeah, and he's in Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney. And he's living that day in Punxsutawney over. The whole premise is it's like he, I think he's like a reporter or something. Mm -hmm. And he has been assigned to go report on Groundhog Day. And he goes and he's like, he's a city boy. And he's going to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania for their Groundhog celebration. Mm -hmm. He's saying, girl, what the fuck? And then he goes and he says, this is, this is. A, a day from hell and then he wakes up and has to do it again and again and again and of course God, I got it, got it. he falls in love of course so you're probably wondering since the 1800s how many fills have there been allegedly there's only been one punxatani fill he's been no making way. predictions since 1886 that is so sweet. Punxsutawney gets his longevity from drinking the elixir of life which where can I get my hands on it I don't want it it's a secret recipe. Phil takes one sip every summer at the groundhog picnic, and it magically gives him seven more years of life. 
This is directly sourced. So why is he taking it every summer if it's going to give him seven years? It seems like he could just take it every seven summers. Seems like a waste of the national budget. This is directly sourced from groundhog.org, so Got you'll it. have to reach out to them personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to add a note that assuming groundhogs only live for about 10 years, there have probably oh. been 13 or so Punxsutawney fills if you don't subscribe to the Elixir of Life. I subscribe. I thought you might. <laughs> Now, what we're all wondering, is this little monster actually accurate in his predictions? Mm -hmm. No, he's not. He has about a 50% success rate, but personally, I completely trust him with my life. His nemesis, which I don't actually know if this is his nemesis, but it's canon in my head that they are nemesi, nemesises? Nimmies. (laughs) In Staten Island Chuck. Is Staten Island Chuck also a groundhog? Mm Mm-hmm. He's accurate 80% of the time. So he has really, really good success. My sweet boy Punxsutawney, mm-hmm. not as much. The last thing I have for you is oh. a corroboration of images. He is so co- darling. My favorite one is him in the top left corner, which just so that everyone can have the visual, it's Punxsutawney staring deep into the eyes of a member of the inner circle who has mm-hmm. his top hat on. And he just looks so happy to be in the presence of a celebrity like that. I... I love him. Have you seen any footage of like when Phil emerges? Yes, I've seen him emerge, but I've never seen him do the thing. I've never really seen him do the thing either. Um, I just have seen them carrying in, carrying him in his crate mm-hmm. and then lifting him up and being like, like in the Lion King and then just decreeing something. In my head, mm-hmm. I think I was merging Groundhog's Day with the turkey pardoning because this took place in D.C. Mm. In my head. Well, it's in Gobbler's Knob, baby. Is that does that conclude our presentation? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got questions. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, I guess is the unresolved question of how do we know whether or not he's seen his shadow? Which I guess is potentially the communications in Groundhog Ease, if we would ascribe to such a thing. Right, and I personally don't speak Groundhog Ease, so I don't have as strong of an answer for that as I would like to give you. And it's not my place to mm-hmm. say. But additionally, I want to know, like, the correlation between if he sees his shadow, there's winter. Is there, like, a scientific reason? Like, is there, like, do shadows, do they happen more in winter? There's no science behind this. I love it. This is just, this is just years and years. And this is, listen, this is the beauty of oral history. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to say. I think it's honestly very cute of humans that we do this. I, I think do it should too. Be, I think it should be um, day off for everyone. No, I, I do agree. Except because for Bill. <laughs> No, that's his one day his on. His one day on. <laughs> I think that it is just so sweet of us to have taken something from eons ago. And I can't tell if it's evolved or devolved, but it's definitely become our Evolved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do you think in honor of Punxsutawney's mm-hmm. decades of, of service service first question um what does he do in his off time he's chilling the inner circle is taking care does he like is it like the class pet where he rotates homes um groundhog.org did not really provide very much information on that i wonder so... if PETA needs to conduct an investigation i just want where is he? I'm sure he's got great, great amenities. But anyways, all that being said, since there's not too much of a scientific base and he's done a lot of service, 
I am in favor of potentially retiring him for some alternative options of what could or could not predict winter. Mm-hmm. First and foremost would be, I think, me. Um, <laughs> I could get up on that little podium, Chicago Cam, and I would live do any any number of the New York Times games, like connections or the mini crossword. And, and if I, maybe like the mini crossword, if I do it in less than a minute, <laughs> we're getting spring. And if it takes me more than a minute, winter settle in for winter i i think that's an incredible alternative to Mm -hmm. punxsutawney because he's playing with chance it's a 50 50 chance so really anything that you want could be groundhog day Mm -hmm. and that's the beauty of it i think really i mean you know who else is from pennsylvania taylor swift and potentially she could get up there and hit shuffle on a playlist of every song she's put out and if it's taylor taylor's version spring mm-hmm. and if it's the stolen version winter mm-hmm. i think a groundhog day could be really any individual opens a dating app if you swipe and it's a match that's a good one and i think it should be the president yes it's about time we have some drama in the white house mm-hmm. where are the days of monica Lewinsky? Where are the days of presidential scandals? Uh, girl, <laughs> we're not we're not too far removed from them. You're we're right. We're not too far from a president with uh, You're you right. know on on either end. You're potentially. right. Potentially, I think we need to enjoy this moment of of fidelity while we have it. <laughs> Valid. Um hmm, what else could it be? I mean, I think you could open an avocado and if it's a good one, spring. Mhm. And if it's a little, you know, I think you could take a walk out in um, the streets of Chicago in winter, and if you fall on your ass, <laughs> winter persists. If you persevere, hey, spring. And that feels like the most scientifically accurate one we've gotten so far. Uh-huh. Yeah. I kind of do that every morning. It's like I, I leave. <laughs> this is thing in falling, yes. But I also mean like walking outside and it's a gamble. Like, will I have to defrost my car today? Today when I left... I heard birds. And I haven't heard those little guys in a while. They're back. They're back from their from <laughs> their, their journey. Win- their winter home. Yeah. I think they came back a little early. I know. It's I was not even concerned. February. I was a little bit concerned. Because it's not even February. It's not even Groundhog's Day, which it means it's not even close to the official, you know, spring equinox. Mm-hmm. And I feel like spring in Chicago doesn't even start for a good month after that. I think your birthday is the start of spring. Me too. In Chicago. Yeah. Um, but even then, my birthday last year was pretty chilly. We had to wear a coat. Yeah. Um, do you subscribe to the narrative that birds are fake? No. I think they are too scary to be fake. Nothing fake has ever scared me that much. You're scared of all birds? Waterfowl the most, but like all birds, I wouldn't volunteer to spend time with. Oh, see, I think that pigeons are just the sweetest little things. I think I, I see beauty in them for sure. But they're not the apple of my eye. Mm-hmm. You know? No, I get it. I respect it, too. I don't... I, I just... I prefer gentler creatures. Yeah. Like I like... I'll say it. I like something domesticated. Well, that's the thing about pigeons. They, they were domesticated. domesticated and oh. then we failed them as a society. I know. We owe them one. Which is why I don't want to speak ill of them. Right. But I'm just like, they're not my personal taste. Objectively, cool. Subjectively, they're not for me. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that could take the place of groundhog day is if we i think the president would need to be involved in this as well or actually maybe 
Taylor Swift or someone who has an equally large Instagram following? Who has the largest following on Instagram? Oh, God. I, th- I thought at one point it was Selena Gomez, but that kind of surprises me, I to think be honest. I was Selena Gomez at one point. Whoever that currently is, they are going to just do an Instagram poll. <laughs> I like that. I like that power, you know? I, yeah, and I think, like, we take the widest reaching individual mm-hmm. and give them that power. Yeah. If you were in a Groundhog's Day-like scenario, I have two questions. The first one, how long do you think it would take you to realize what that i've lived this idea yes i think oh that's a good question actually like do you think you'd wake up day two and be like wait i think like halfway through day two like i don't think it would be like my first thought but like i think at some point it would be like okay this isn't just deja vu and i think that oh my god i just thought about what my mind would do what what would your mind do I, my mind, I think I would feel so alone. Because <laughs> um, then my second part of that question is, say I was in a, I mean, okay, I'm assuming in the movie, it's only this one man going through Groundhog Day and no one else, everyone else is living it for the first time, yeah. right? Yeah. Say I was having a Groundhog's Day era. And, it's Groundhog. Oh, Groundhog Day era. And I told you, I said, I, I'm reliving this day. How many days and times would I have to tell you that before you believed me? Well, I think you just have to tell me every day. I'll believe you every day. Because the thing is, every day, it would be like the 18th time for me, and it would still be... The first time for me. For for you, and your first time hearing it. I think you would just have to text me every morning and say, it's Groundhog Day for me. And I promise, I'll believe you. I promise you that right now. Also, it's Groundhog Day for me. feels like it could be a... Did you ever have like a message, like a secret code with your parents where you could text them that if you were out, and they would come get you no questions asked? No, did you? Yes. What was it? It was when I get home, can I have a roast beef sandwich? Because <gasps> because I'm I was vegetarian, so they would know that I didn't actually want one. Whose idea was that? I think it was something I learned in like my safe sitter class. Uh huh. And then we adopted it. But the idea was that like if I was like babysitting or like out with friends, I could call, and even if other people were listening, they wouldn't know. They would just be like, "Oh, she wants a roast beef sandwich," but they would know this girl doesn't want roast beef. And they'd come get me. That's smart. I feel like it's Groundhog Day for me. It could be a great one for us. Like, I don't know. You, you come get me wherever I am. On the way. Because it is Groundhog Day. What day that you've experienced would you hate to be Groundhog Day? Oh, gosh. Here's the thing. I've never had a bad day. The first one that came to my mind for you, this will be cut, but the first one that came to my mind for you was when... <laughs> didn't text you back um, <laughs> okay i guess i have had a bad day yes i do think that i do think that i don't know how to tell it i do think that would be it Those so the day so let's just set the scene you had a crush i had a crush every girl gets crushes every girl does and you and your crush were in frequent communication the day starts radio silence the day continues radio silence but i do want to add and maybe this is just ruining it for me but the day hadn't even continued too much like it was it was 8 (laughs) a.m it was 8 a.m i was on my bus so like were you normally getting texts at like five in the morning no but like seven and it was 8 a.m and you said my life is over (laughs) yes i said some i i said i've done something wrong okay keep walking us through this and so 
I arrive at work and I promptly throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've always been a girl like that. I've always been a girl who has very physiological reactions to my thoughts and feelings. And, hey, it's beautiful. And I, I was, like, going through my work day and after, like, every, you know, meeting or whatever – I'd, so about every hour I would check my phone and it got to be like 11 a.m. and still no no sign of life and I was and every hour I would check and promptly throw up mm-hmm. and by the time like it was like lunchtime 11 or 12 my my supervisor said hey you can go home <laughs> and I was just I was politely excused uh-huh. from my duties for the day uh-huh. and everyone thought I was ill but it was really just that she hadn't texted you back. No, no, yeah. <laughs> it was just, I was just, I was just heart sick. What's the word? <laughs> Love sick. Love sick. Yeah. And because I think like that would be a really like perfect example of what we're trying to achieve here of like the Groundhog Day from Hell. Because mm-hmm. imagine experiencing those feelings authentically. Day. Imagine the toll it would take on your body. <laughs> Okay, but my question is, by the time I then got home from work, it was 1230, Mm -hmm. ding, text, I was miraculously healed. So if this were to be my Groundhog Day, when I woke up the next day, would I no longer have the visceral reaction because I would know that the text was coming? Oh, wait, actually, wait, maybe I need to rethink everything. Maybe that is a perfect Groundhog Day because you would know. I could redo it. But then it's like the butterfly effect because then if I knew the text was coming, I wouldn't throw up. I wouldn't be excused from work. Like, so then it would. Your whole day would change. The whole day would change. Wait, this is totally changing everything for me now. Yeah. Because I was thinking like my Groundhog Day would be like. And it, one of the million times that I've just had an awful travel experience, mm-hmm. flights delayed out the wazoo, being stuck on the plane for eight hours, being iller than I've ever been in my life in the airport, things like that. But the second time around, like the second day would be awful. I'd say, oh my God, this again. But then like by day three, I could avoid it. Yeah. I could save my own life. But then it's just like, it is the butterfly effect. Like, what would you potentially cause to go wrong mm-hmm. by taking those actions, mm-hmm. you know? The butterfly effect is maybe something we should do it, a episode The butterfly on. effect keeps me up at night. Yeah. And I don't think I'll ever encounter a situation in which I have to make a decision like that. But you probably have already made a decision like that in your life. Are there days that you would love to be Groundhog Day? Actually, I feel like I know the answer for you. June 6th. June 3rd. What's June 6th? I thought it was the Eras tour. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would love for that to be the... I think that's the only one, though, because anything else, I feel like it would lose its magic. Mm-hmm. Like, if every day is your birthday, you know what I mean? I have a few, like, like summer days that I mm-hmm. think I would enjoy Groundhog Daying. I think I would love like a like a one time only Groundhog Day, but I feel like that the uh, you know defeats the point of Groundhog Day. Yeah, like there's some days I'd love to do like two or three times. Yeah, yeah, or even just to like revisit, just to, like pop in there, you know. Yeah. Do you ever think about like? <laughs> do you ever think about because sometimes when I'm sitting and I'm thinking about like I'm having a good memory or whatever, and then I think, wow, I wish I had spent more time enjoying it in the moment. <laughs> You shouldn't have told me that. I sometimes I get so I get so caught up in my memories. I'm just such a reflective girl. 
but yeah i'm sometimes just sitting there and i'm thinking wow like i like like the memory is so happy and i'm like did i did i did i thoroughly experience that authentic happiness in the moment i feel like for you to have a memory of it that's so happy means you did enjoy it in the moment or your brain wouldn't have encoded it with all those emotions yeah like yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. also we have a hard time remembering exactly how we felt Mm, which i know is weird because the whole quote is like they'll never remember what you said but they'll remember how you made them feel but like you know how like if you go through something really tough and then you look back on it and never feels like as tough as it was it's because your brain like maybe it's only negative feelings like maybe your brain's protecting you that's what i was about to say like i feel like that's like your brain yeah protecting you it's like yeah like okay say like you go through a bad breakup and then you go through another breakup even if that breakup is not as bad it might feel worse than the first one because you can't properly remember how bad that felt yeah but I, I don't think it's the same for happy i don't know i never thought about it i can remember some of my happy memories it. chef's kiss perfectly. i feel like we probably like make our happy memories even happier in our head and i feel like we also <clears throat> spend more time or at least we should spend more time thinking about our happy memories mm-hmm. and our sad memories yeah but do you ever like similarly like you'll be thinking of like a good memory and then your brain will wander down a path and you'll forget it but you'll be like wait what was making me feel so pleasant a minute ago and then you try to find it Mm-mm. no i feel like this has got to be a common thing though go some more like like you know like okay that happens to me like if i'm driving or like while i'm getting ready like something where it's like my body just knows what to do mm-hmm. okay and so your brain's just like wandering and you have a thought and then but your brain's moving so fast you lose that thought but you think then something just made me feel good oh like what was it and then you're racking your brain trying to be like what was i just thinking about that brought back brought pleasant feeling yeah i feel like i've felt that before yeah. anything else about groundhog day I don't think so. It's Great coming presentation. up. It's coming up is the is, yeah. is the concluding statement. When this comes out, it'll be Groundhog Week. Yeah, because it'll be Friday. Yeah. Wow. So get get ready. Get right. How are you going to celebrate Groundhog Day this year? I think um, I'm going to take Pookie out. And see what I'm gonna hold she her sees up. her shadow. I'm going to see if she sees her shadow. Yeah. And then that's going to be that's going to be the determining factor for me. And then I think I'll also probably watch the live stream. You should do that. You can show all your kids. I'm going to have it playing all day on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Does it yeah. last all day, though? Well, they're they're partying all day. Actually, I need to see exactly what time they do it, because whatever class we're in, we're yeah. pausing. Yeah, you should. It's a, it's a, liter- it's a, a beautiful moment of humanities. It really And is. I might actually present this presentation in class on Friday. You just might need to make a few revisions. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, thank you for making that. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel honored to have learned... And I feel like I did learn. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I grew. Mm-hmm. And now I know what to say. Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney Phil. Slays and dismays. My dismay is that on Monday of this week, I encountered black ice for the first time. And it was really, really hard and scary. And I thought I was going to die. But I made it through and I'm a great driver. My slay is the new Valley album. I've been listening to her on repeat this week. I, I know you know wouldn't. I know you wouldn't know. But it's like, it's this band and I've kind of casually listened to a few songs here and there before. Mm-hmm. But then they put out a new album, so I listened to the album. And now I'm like in my Valley era, I guess. I've been listening to them all the time. My slay is that we are back in our 
at-home karaoke era. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It came later this year, which is also a slight because that means our mental health is better. But now we're doing it for joy, not for preservation. <laughs> I think you've said that exact phrase down here before. Really? Yes. But I don't know when. Yeah. We're doing it to maintain our happiness rather than to try to find happiness. Well, and we're doing it for, for rehearsal, for our big night tomorrow. And that's the thing. This is a studio in so many ways. Yes. We're in the studio right now. We're probably going to be back in the studio later. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. We should actually probably just keep it rolling. <laughs> I also just remember today's Friday, and that gave me... I could I could sing a little right now. I'm so happy it's Friday. I could sing a little right now. I'm so happy it's Friday. 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 Do you ever get so excited or happy that you like could throw up? Girl, look who you're talking to. I could throw up any feeling I have. If it's more than a 2.5 on the 0 to 10 scale, I could throw up. Like sometimes I just like I get when I'm excited, I'm just like, <gasps> you know? Yeah. I could throw I'm, up. Any any other girls out there in their luteal phase this week <laughs> it's really it's really knocked me down <laughs> wait which one is that it's the one right before your period is that the one where you're sad and depleted and drained and empty and everything you're it's you're it's your little monster week <laughs> because i've it's evident yeah i've been a little monster i've been the grouchiest grouch <laughs> I know. And I actually, when I go to the doctor, I'm going to talk to my doctor about it because I think I get luteal phase worse than the average bear. I mean, not not to tell you your own body, but I would agree. I get so sad. I cry all the time. I am so angry at the world. And <laughs> you've, been, you've been so mad this week. Yes. Like, not mad at me, but like I can just tell – Oh, she mad mad. Yeah. Or maybe you've been mad at me and it's in private. I don't I know. Am, no, I'm, I have been mad at you. I've been mad at everything. Like literally everything <laughs> I've been mad at. And I also like hate myself. Like, like scarily. Like I'm like, everybody hates me. Everyone hates me. Nobody wants me around. And then I'm like, oh, look at the calendar. Mm-hmm. When you have that, because I don't think I have that in that way mm-hmm. I think that my period manifests more in, in pain mm-hmm. um but like when you are experiencing such uh physiological things are you, when you like when you realize what's going on are you able to like change your mindset or is it like you just have to lean in it helps but you also just kind of have to accept it because like I like now because for a while I, it wasn't until like a year ago that I started paying attention to the phases of my cycle besides menstruation Mm -hmm. and then I was like oh it's all adding up Mm -hmm. but so like I used to just be like why am I literally so depressed and hate myself Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. but only some of the time Mm -hmm. and then like passionately but just for a week yes and then I was like oh it adds up so like it doesn't stop me from having the feeling but like the other day I literally almost cried because I thought everyone hated me. Mm-hmm. And then I would like stopped and I said, let me look at the calendar. And I said, oh. And then I was like able to be like, it's not true. And tell myself that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't stop the thought from being there. Right. But you don't get like that? Hmm. I think sometimes like, I think for me, like sometimes I'll have, like before my period, I'll have like bigger emotional reactions to things like negative negatively of like how do I describe it where where like but it's more so and it's weird for me because I don't really like I usually 
for me, any kind of negative emotion manifests as like anger and frustration. Mm-hmm. But I'm emotional in a way that it's like, like sad and defeat. Interesting. Like where you, it sounds like for you, like it's like a lot of everybody hates me and then you're just angry at the world. But for me, my, my anger at the world takes a back seat mm-hmm. and it's, I'm so defeated. That's interesting too, because I feel like, like you're not, okay, you're not generally an angry person, but like generally you have angry feelings, mm-hmm. you know, but during your luteal phase, you maybe have more like sad feelings, whereas generally I have more sad feelings, but the only time I ever feel anger is in this week. Yesterday I was angry. I was so angry. <laughs> Yesterday was the worst day and I know I was being a little monster. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just quiet. I just stayed quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed quiet and read my book. <laughs> But then I was angry you were reading your book. I was worried that you... But I knew. I was but I was like, like, I don't know. I knew I was the problem. I was like, I don't know if it's better for me to talk right now or for me to not talk. So I'm going to pretend I'm not here. I know. And then I, but like, then I was like, I was like, all she ever does is read her book. <laughs> but I knew it was me. I knew I was the issue. It wasn't like a real feeling towards you. But like, that was the demon in my head. It's like no one can win. No. No one can win. But it's... I knew I sure as hell couldn't. <laughs> and this is my apology to anyone I ever encounter. I just... I, I... I... Will do a better job of tracking your face. <laughs> if there's any, um... Gynos out there. Any gynos listening, let us know if, if we can have you on the pod. I'd... I, but really, I should just book a gyno appointment. <laughs> So what was your dismay? Was it me oh. being a little monster to you yesterday? I didn't have a dismay. I had a pretty good week. <laughs> Sorry you so were good. so deep in the trenches, but I knew it was happening, but it didn't phase me. That's great. I, I hope hear. you're not mad about that. No, I'm actually, that's a relief. Thank Girl, you for your patience. I deal with middle schoolers all day. I can handle you on your, on your luteal phase. Yeah. I think, I think Groundhog Day should be, is the groundhog in his luteal phase? <laughs> And then hey winter 